Welcome to the Moments of Joy podcast. I'm your host, Camille Joy, and you're back for another episode. Welcome. If this is your first time, this is your place for encouragement, motivation, inspiration, all of the above. This is your story to hear amazing testimonies, the stories of trials to triumph. This is your place. You know, if you are back again and you are not a first-time listener, welcome back, MVP. I call on my returning listeners MVPs because you are the greatest. You are what make everything possible. So, welcome back, guys. Today, we have an amazing guest. I'm so happy that she was able to come on the show. Her story is a very profound story of courage where God called her from one place on one side of the country all the way to another. She had to take a big step of faith that took a lot of courage and I decided to name her story the definition of courage. She's an amazing warrior. She's an amazing midwife to others and I want to get right into her interview guys. So here we go with Shakira Newton-Levy. And I want to get right into her interview, guys. So here we go with Shakira Newton-Levy. I am so excited to have with us today our very special guest, Shakira Newton-Levy. I had the pleasure of meeting her over the phone, really, and having a wonderful conversation with us with her with her and um i wanted to have her on the show today so here she is welcome shakira good morning thank you for having me i'm so excited that you can come on the show today and um i was so blessed by accident by reading your blog i know shakira's sister and um i saw her post this little story about her sister and so I said, wow, I didn't even know she had another sister. <laughs> Let me click on here and see what it says. And I read her blog and I was super blessed. And I thought that she would be a great fit for us here. And so the title of this podcast is going to be the definition of courage. And so welcome again. Thank you. And so what intrigued me the most about your story is that you made a huge move all the way from Connecticut, clear across the country to Dallas. And that was major. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it was. So today I want to just walk the listeners through your story of courage. And so will you share with us just the initial thought and the initial whisper of moving and how you begin to deal with that. Oh, of course. So um, during this time, it was May of 2017. And during this time, um, I got out of a relationship 
the year prior and I was seriously pursuing the heart of God. So my ears were very inclined to the Lord and what he wanted me to do. So during this time, I spent a lot of time in his presence and out of prayer one day, um, I just got up and I heard uh, Texas and I'm like, whoa, okay. And during that time, I was still kind of practicing hearing the voice of the Lord. So I'm like, okay, Texas, do you need me to go there, visit there? And I wasn't too sure. So I had a friend of mine that I was really close with, well, that I am close with. And I called her. I'm like, hey, I think the Lord wants me to go to Texas. Do you mind coming with me to visit? Um, And she was like, yeah, sure. And mind you, Texas is huge. So I didn't really know. Yeah. Um, So I didn't know where I was going. So she was like, of course, yeah. So... During this time, I kind of just put the idea in the back of my head, never really brought it up again um, until maybe three months later at this point, probably three or four months later. And the um, idea dropped in my spirit again. This time I was driving actually to a going away party. And um, during this time, I'm like, I'm driving and it dropped in my spirit to the point where it kind of made me a little it made me a little bit nauseous because I'm like, whoa, what was that? Why did I just randomly think of that? Um, Lord, once again, this must be your spirit because I feel a little bit convicted. It didn't feel kind of anything of my own doing, I would say. Um, So that was pretty much the beginning of kind of like those first kind of nudges of this is where you should be. This is where you need to go. And and I'm I'm over here chuckling a little bit when you when you talked about um really pursuing God because when I initially I reached out to your sister before I spoke to you and um she said yeah my sister she's saved she's she's saved saved she's more <laughs> saved than me <laughs> I thought that was so funny <laughs> so here you say that I just laughed a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, so wow, it's someone and so I think that it's so funny and it's so great that right off the bat, right when you're not even sure 100% what he's calling you to do, you are sure that you're going to be obedient. Yeah, definitely. That's all I had at that moment. I had a word. I didn't have anything else. Right. Wow. So then you get the courage to tell your family and your friends. Mm-hmm. Well, so a little bit what happened after that is that during that, um, as I was going to that drive, I was um, thinking about it. And I'm like, okay. And I, I spoke to one of um, a friend of mine at that um, going away party about moving and what the Lord was, um, what the Lord was sharing with me. And she said, okay. She's like, I feel like you're in between two places. Um, and it was Dallas and Houston. She was like, I don't know, but I feel like the Lord is staying Dallas. So in my mind, I'm like, huh? I'm thinking I'm going to Houston in my mind because that's the only place I knew. I knew that was Beyonce's hometown. Um, so I was like, I got to be going to Houston. So when she said that, I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. I thought about it, but not that much. Um, so I knew that that was something that I needed to take to the Lord in prayer. Mm-hmm. So after the day after, um, that I was at work and my prayer the night before was, Lord, if you want me to go, you have to show me something. I need to see something at this point that you want me to go. It doesn't matter what it is. I just need to see it. So 
um, during this time, I was at work and I got a phone call from a gentleman and he had a very strong Southern accent. And I said, you know, where are you from? And he's like, oh, I'm from Texas and his, you know, Southern draw. And I'm like, wow. Okay. So, you know, we briefly hung up after that and I laughed mm-hmm. to myself and I'm like, Lord, okay, that was funny, but you know, I need something else. So there was a TV behind me at work that, you know, the volume is typically never on on that TV. But in that particular day, it was on. And right after I said that, um, it was a cooking show on and they were talking about Texas toast. So, Um, okay, Lord, you technically you have a sense of humor, Um, (laughs) you know, with those small, simple signs for most people, they'll be like, oh, well, maybe it was a coincidence. But for me, I'm like, no, Lord, I I asked for this. I prayed for this and I asked you to show up. So I'm going to take these things as you showing up. So from there, you know, I would just pray, Lord, help me because I don't want to not finish school. I was graduating the following spring and it was something that I worked really hard for and I wanted my degree and the Lord gave me peace that I was able to finish my degree. Uh, but during that time, I took a solo trip by myself to Dallas for about um, four days. And during that time, I made myself an itinerary. So I checked out um, churches, apartments, things to do, you know, sightseeing kind of things. Um, I just walked around, got to know restaurants, things like that. And while I was there, I just felt an overwhelming peace of God that I'd never felt, especially for a place that I've never been before. Um, so through through those p- periods of me taking that solo trip, especially that was in November of 2017, to me moving in October of 2018, um, during that time, that's when I kind of had to like warm people up, like, hey, I feel like this is what the Lord is telling me to do. Um, people were praying for me, fasting with me, um, praying on my behalf as well. So it was kind of like a, it was almost a year process of me, me being okay with it. And also the people around me, um, having the same peace as well. Yeah, that's beautiful. As I'm listening, I'm like, wow, there's such maturity in your walk of faith. It's such an example for, for all of us, anyone who's a new believer or someone who's a seasoned believer. Mm-hmm. Thank you. It's beautiful. Um, and so, and so you, you get confirmation from many different places. You fast and you pray, and then you decide that you're going to make the big move. Mm-hmm. Okay. How did that go? Um, So the big move came about, I got a really large sign from the Lord. Um, During this time, I was driving with two friends to New York and I was talking about moving and how it, the move will increase my faith. Um, But before I was talking about that, I was, you know, sharing with them how the Lord showed me um, with Noah that before he, you know, before Noah had to, of course, endure the flood, the Lord gave him specific instructions on how to build the ark, very specific instructions. 
And so as I'm speaking this, maybe 30 seconds later, there's a truck that moves that's on the side of us um, that says Noah's Ark moving truck. Oh my and, goodness. <laughs> yeah, when I saw that, I'm like, oh my gosh. It was actually my friend pointed out, I was like, does that truck say Noah's Ark moving truck? And from there, it seemed, it seemed like during that time, the Lord kept in building and building and building my faith because the things I, w- I was seeing, the things I was hearing, experiencing, everything was radical. And because I had to see those things that were radical, it prepared me for this move for a lot of people would have was considered radical. So um, during my move, uh, maybe a couple, maybe a month before I moved, I, at this point I applied to over a hundred jobs and nothing fell through at all. Um, I got maybe a few callbacks and nothing very solid. I didn't really have anywhere to live just yet. I planned on living maybe in a hotel for a while before something opened up. So at this point, my faith is getting a little bit shaky because I'm like, Lord, I know you want me to go, but why is it anything happening? I don't see anything. Mm-hmm. So um, at this point, my friends are aggressively praying for me and, and to be honest, aggressively correcting me in love, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but telling me not to settle with particular jobs that came or, you know, to endure the season of, of faith that I was in because I didn't see anything happening for me. Um, until one day, one of my friends, she texted me, my friend Shannon was just like, you know, you need to pick a date and stick to it. Don't mm-hmm. worry about what's going to happen. Anything, pick a date and stick to it. And even that, it, it, exceeded my faith beyond what I could have imagined. So I was like, okay, I'm going to stick a date. I'm going to pick a date. I'm going to stick to it. And that's what I did. Um, I picked October 29th. I think it was that I decided to leave. I can't remember off that. Um, yep. It was October. No, I, I decided to leave October 27th because I didn't arrive in Dallas until the 29th. Um, so I picked that date and I, I stuck to it. I had to give my notice on October 1st, I believe it was, for my job. I didn't have a job or anything at this point. I didn't know where I was going to live. Wow. Uh, and I'm quite sure at that time people were like, oh, you'll be okay, you know, saying that to me to make me feel better. But I'm sure kind of like deep down, I was like, oh, I don't know about this girl. She might be back home. Mm-hmm. And I get those you know are you sure are you sure now which will happen whenever you want to act on what the lord is telling you you'll get those are you sure um and sometimes it's not coming from a place of malice sometimes it's just coming from a place of concern mm-hmm. okay well i want to make sure you're doing the right thing but when you know that that god is calling you to do something sometimes you just have to make that bold choice even if it even if you may think that you're going to be embarrassed in the end. Mm. And to be honest, you never are. The Lord always vindicates. Mm-hmm. So you're never embarrassed. Um, so from that date, yep, I, I picked a date. I moved. I didn't have anywhere to live literally until the day before I left. Um, wow. And I arrived in Dallas on October 29, 2017. Um, that was a Friday. I had a job interview on that 
Tuesday. Um, during that time, I got a job offer the 31st. So my days may be a little bit wrong. I know the 27th, the 29th, and the 31st are in there definitely somewhere. But I got a job offer on October 31st, mm-hmm. which I was really happy about because I just moved there. But um, people were shocked. Like, wow, you know, all this happened for you within a matter of days. Yes. That faith had to happen for yeah. any of this to happen. Yeah, I hear as you're talking, I'm like, wow, this young lady, how old are you? If you don't mind me asking. I'm 27. I'll be 28 next month. Yeah, you have such a great spirit of wisdom. It's like as you're talking and just giving just advice and just wisdom, like, wow, it's just beyond your years. Um, And it's amazing. It's beautiful. I was also listening and admiring the friends that you have your friends walked with you every step of the way and that is huge to have that kind of community mm-hmm. they helped yeah, they, push you they did they did I'm, I'm i'm grateful yeah absolutely they fasted with you they they helped even to give you direction and one of your friends saying you should go to dallas and not houston yeah from the beginning no i don't think so pray about that Mm -hmm. wow that's amazing and so shout out to your friends (laughs) and so you you make that big move and um how was it getting settled in how was it once you Um, get there it's a big place and people usually say that whenever they move to a new place, but no, Texas is the epitome of big. Sometimes it blows my mind <clears throat> that they tried to be their own state, um, no, their own country. So with um, with the move, it was a lot trying to get used to the highways, get used to meeting people, trusting people, um, Finding churches to the point where you you can yelp a church to figure out if this is some some place you want to go worship. That's how big it was. Um, so it was a little bit difficult at first to kind of navigate the the space because it's mm-hmm. such a large space. Um, but through through that, the way you start, you have to keep enduring it. So in the beginning, I had to trust that okay, Lord, I know you're going to help me. You know, you helped me get here. Now you have to help me to stay here. So with a lot of the decisions that I, I, I would make, I, I'd have to consult the Holy Spirit. Like, Holy Spirit, you know, let me know physically if this is not the right move for me. Mm-hmm. Whether it be a place I was living, a church I was attending, people that I would meet. Um, I would ask kind of for that, you know, peace in my spirit. Like, okay, is this it? Is this right? Mm-hmm. Um, just not to make decisions out of, you know, urgency or... Because I have to make a decision. Let me make it right now. And so one year later, mm-hmm. here we are. And this is what brought me to tears. And this is what really moved me. I went on to your blog and mm-hmm. it's ShakiraSpeaks.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I went on and I read your story about one year later in Texas. Yeah. So you can kind of talk, talk to us about both your blog and one year later. Okay. Um. So I'll talk about my 
um, my one year later first. So Mm -hmm. with my one year later, that was, that was for, that was for me, but a lot of it was for people who may read it. And of course, you know, with anything that you're doing, you might not get kind of like that contact that you think that you may may get, if that makes sense, from like mm-hmm. your friends or your family, things like that. But during this process, I I I was open from the beginning about my move to Dallas to the point where I made a YouTube video and everything. Um, wow. so I would get sometimes emails. I would get LinkedIn requests from people like, hey, what happened to you? Are you still in Dallas? Um, To the point where I felt like, you know, I have to update people on what I've been doing and if I am in Dallas. So um, throughout that, uh, through the update, I wanted wanted it to be a balance of both, um, I called it high uh, valleys and mountains. Um, so through the, through the mountains, I showed kind of like the, the amazing things that I've experienced with being here. So with me finding a church, being baptized to finding great restaurants and places to visit, things like that, but also being transparent about the valleys that you, that I experienced specifically and that people who may want to take this move that they may face as well. And not to, of course, intimidate them, but to prepare them like, hey, this is what I've experienced. You may or may not do this. Mm-hmm. Um, so through those valleys, I kind of show, showcased um, how it was hard for me, you know, especially when people visit and they would have to leave. And I would experience kind of moments of loneliness or wondering, never wondering if I was meant to be here, but wondering what am I doing here? Why am I so far away from family, friends, the familiar? Um, and, you know, lovingly, the Lord had to kind of mature me and tell me, I, you need to grow up. Yeah. And, you know, from where I'm from, you know, I basically lived at home for most of my life because I was in college. Um, my family, they weren't super involved in my life, but they had a, they had a, a kind of a set of eyes on what I was doing and people I was involved with, things like that. Nothing bad, but to the, to the point, sometimes it's like the Lord was like, okay, I need to transition you out of this so that you can grow not only naturally as, as a woman with living by yourself, experiencing new things, um, taking responsibility and accountability for your life, but also, grow and mature you spiritually so I need you to have a stronger prayer life I need you to have bigger faith I need you to fast more because the place where you're in now you don't have people who are who are going to be crutches holding you up you're not always going to have a set of eyes on you so when those eyes aren't on you what are you going to do are you going to retreat? Are you going to cry? And I've done both things where I'm like, okay, I don't want to do anything with you right now, Lord. Yeah. I don't want to play. I don't want to do anything because sometimes your emotions get the best of you where it's like, well, I'm not happy. Uh-huh. And usually with that unhappiness, it's such a temporary feeling um, compared to everything else, the bigger picture. And um, 
I had to also write that blog for myself because like, hey, Shakira, look what you endured this past year. You think, oh, you moved to Texas, no big deal, whatever, because you kind of had to walk through it. But that's a big deal. And encourage yourself, you know, pat yourself on the back and say, listen, you know, you might not be exactly where you want to be in life, but God has done exceedingly and abundantly and above all that you that you may have asked or thought of even within this move mm-hmm. and I can expect and believe God for more because of the faith that I have um and some people have that spiritual gift of faith where you know they might just have more faith than others but you know the Lord requires requires all of us to have faith right. and to have that courage and that boldness to pursue what seems radical, strange, weird, uncommon to most people. Even since I've been here, um, I've met people who have who live in Texas who have never been outside of Texas, mm. and they're like, well, I, I couldn't, I could never do that. I could never leave my family. I could never, blah blah blah, whatever mm-hmm. it may be. But I'm like, listen, yes, you can. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when you know that the Lord is calling you and leading you to a particular place. Um, and the, the people that I've talked to over the past year who also, you know, want to move, I tell them as well, you know, seek the Lord on why he wants you to move to that particular place. Mm-hmm. Because, Um, There becomes a trend now where people want to move to say that they've done something either to prove to the people in their hometown, Mm -hmm. to prove to family and friends, to be seen. Oh, I've moved here. Right. I'm going to be show-offy. But for every person in the Bible that the Lord said, said, hey, I need you to go to this place. It was for a particular reason. Mm -hmm. Um, With Abraham, with Mm -hmm. Moses. With Jesus, every single person, I need you to go here. Jesus, I need you to go here because this person needs healing. Mm -hmm. Go this path instead of this one. Because I know that path is shorter, but go this one. It's longer because there's somebody there that that you need to meet along that way. Um, So with that and through that, it's going to, the Lord will reveal to you, okay, I want you to go to this particular place because of X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. Or maybe he'll reveal to you one thing at a time. Um, so with that blog, I just wanted to kind of like push people and encourage them. Like, listen, you can do it. Mm-hmm. These are the physical things that I've done. These are the spiritual things that have happened to me in this past year and you can do it. My story is no better than anyone else's story, especially as it relates to, um, acting on and with faith. Mm-hmm. Um, because you have to act on it to even start it, but you have to act with it to endure it. Absolutely. Um, so with um, with my blog in general, I, I created that blog um, several years ago just because it was kind of like an open space and outlet for me to release. Um, but before I had the blog, I had a, uh, what was that thing called? Blog post? Blog oh, okay. post? I'm not sure one of those one of those websites I had it. Mm-hmm. And um I had that for about two years without where I would just release emotions of how I was feeling about, you know, day-to-day things. 
to when I got saved, I'm like, okay, I need to, um, I need to share more of what I've been experiencing. So it's been both a balance of um, spiritual things where I, I talk about things that, you know, I've, I've endured, but also it, it's a creative space for me as well, where um, I share two posts within the past six months that are a little bit more creative, mm-hmm. um, just, you know, releasing more poetry and free writing, things like that. So it's my little creative space and bubble for encouragement. Yes. And I'm going to leave the link to your website in the description of the show. So if you're listening and you want to check out her blog, you can just click on the link. And so Shakira, as we wrap up, you have given us so much wisdom, so much advice. Do you have a special message that you would like to give to the listeners? Um, If someone is in your shoes where God is calling them to relocate or just have big faith concerning a particular area in their life. What special message do you have for them today? Yeah. So thank you. Um, My message would just be do it, do it. Even if you feel like, okay, I'm not making much progress in what the Lord is telling me to do, do it because the Lord finds honor. He finds adoration and us just wanting to do the things that he has set up set up for our lives to do so whether if you do it piece by piece if you do it and you're a little bit you know frightened of what's next Uh just do it Uh do your research of course do the work that it takes in the natural, whether the Lord the Lord wants you to save money if he wants you to mend relationships before you leave do the work And then do the spiritual work where it's like, okay, keep praying, keep fasting, keep seeking his heart, be still in those moments. Um, So that'll just be my message just to do it no matter what it looks like. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's great advice. It's a lot of times we let fear just grip us and then we can't move. It it just becomes so scary. It's Mm -hmm. like, no, just, just go, go before the fear sets in, fight it. Yeah. And we, we like to use this this term in a worldly sense, but it's very godly and prophetic as well. But, uh-huh. you know, we only have one life to live. Yes. You know, Absolutely. we only have one. We don't have another. Absolutely. Um, well, Shakira, thank you so much for joining <laughs> us today. I am sure that this podcast is going to bless someone. You know, I read the statistics of the show every week and I say this a lot on here, but I say it because I'm like shocked. And um, we have listeners from Ireland and Kenya and Colombia and Jamaica, Turks and Caicos. So God has just taken Shakira international. And I know that someone's going to listen And, you know, people log on at one o'clock in the morning in different times because we're all in different time zones all around Mm -hmm. the world. But I'm so excited that people get to hear this story. They get to hear you and they get to begin to know who's that girl. (laughs) You're welcome. So thank you for letting the Moments of Joy podcast share your story. You're welcome. All righty. All right, guys, look her up. I will link her website to the description. And can you tell them your Instagram handle? 
Yeah, so my Instagram handle is just my first name. So it's just Shakira and it's S-H-A-C-I-E-R-A. Yes, and look her up as well. Everything she does is great. All right, Shakira, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you. All righty, bye-bye. Bye. Guys, I really hope you enjoyed that interview. Don't forget to look her up and see the, all the amazing things that she's going to do. She's one that you want to keep your eyes on. She's going to do some amazing things in the future. All right. See you next week for another episode of the Moments of Joy podcast. Bye-bye.